Welcome to the Balanced Ambition Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Southam. Here, we delve into candid conversations with entrepreneurs, exploring both their business journey and their secrets to maintaining mental well-being. As we navigate the balance of ambition and inner peace, I hope you find insights, inspiration and invaluable takeaways in every episode. Thank you for joining us. Chloe, welcome to the show. I want to start by asking you about your journey. Um, obviously, I know a bit about your journey and the various sort of little businesses you've had and how you've built that up while working other jobs as well. But what what first, as you go right back, what first got you into that entrepreneurial spirit? Where, where did this come from? You know, tell me from school to work and how, how did you get here? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me on that. It's nice to... Nice to have a chat with you. Welcome. Um, I think it was it was when I was fourteen I started my first business, um, and I'd been off school for a little while, so I used to suffer quite badly from migraines, and I think I had six six weeks off of school, still aced my grades and everything. Um, Goodbye. And my dog spent a lot of time with me, and I made him an Instagram account. So I got really bored. And then that Instagram account ended up having 13,000 followers, which then wow. led to me creating a pet accessory business. Um, so I used to hand make sort of bow ties and bandanas, um, which sounds silly, but I ended up selling to 48 different countries around the world and about 20, I think it's 26 different states in America. Wow. So, so these are bandanas you made for dogs? For dogs, and, yeah. And through the Instagram account. And, and uh, The thing is, people will spend anything on their dogs. It's like it's like a child, it's like a newborn baby. People yeah. dress their dogs up, people spend silly money on dogs. I spend silly money on my dog. Um, but yeah, it was just crazy. And I think I sort of got a taste for like making money, but also that, you know, being sent pictures of people in... Like I had people in Estonia, people in Australia, like dogs wearing my stuff that I'd made in my bedroom. And it was just like crazy. And I think that sort of actually seeing my work on people from around the world or on dogs from around the world really spurred me on. And it was just, it's like when you get a review, it's just such an overwhelming sense of achievement. And it just sort of, made me want to continue um then I went to college and I got my first job waitressing um stayed there for three years until Covid hit and then things got a bit strange I was furloughed um I started working with warming up the homeless at that point um I was working in their charity shops I was doing their social media for them I was sorting donations out I was doing the outreach and again I think for me, building connections with people is a massive part of what I do, what I've done throughout my whole yeah. life. Um, and it's it's a really important thing to me to create relationships because I'm a people person. Um, so, yeah, I started doing that. And then I got a job at MJS Media. Um, yeah, yeah obviously, that's how we know each other, you know, full transparency, yeah. you know, yeah. we've so, worked um, together yes, on lots of projects. Well, two years have my two-year anniversary in July um and again I worked closely with clients and they were really important to me and having had my own businesses I could understand 
like what they wanted, their frustrations with business. And it felt good to help people with their social media. And when they said like, oh, we've had a sale from this social media post or something, it was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, And yeah, I've built amazing relationships with them. Then last year, so January, 2022, it's the most random, bizarre thing that's ever happened, but that is just me. Like, I never <laughs> So before we go into that, there's a reoccurring theme here that you really enjoy helping other people yeah. and actually really see see something and, and get something out of other people doing well, which I think is, is such a good quality yeah, that people just, should have. Just something about it. It makes you feel good and obviously it makes other people feel good as well. Um, and it is just, I just love forming connections with people. There's yeah. just something about that and sort of helping them be the best that they can be helps you be the best that you can be as well. I 100% um, agree I just, with that. I think there's just something so special about that, um, which is what led to like my main goal with the Good Grub, which is what I'll come on to in a minute, is to create a safe environment for everybody. Um, yeah. And you'll know if you've been in our my toilet downstairs, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> But it is probably like the safest space you can go to because it's empowering. You know, people write on the walls all these empowering quotes and compliments. And it's just somewhere that people, any age, any gender, any lifestyle, any sexuality can come and feel safe and create friends. Like that's something else that happens at the restaurant is our tables just start talking to each other. It's like such a community feel to it that you don't get anywhere else okay so let's rewind a little bit because you're you're talking about the good grub and uh you know obviously that's your your new massive massive passion so where did the good grub come from because yeah i'm aware this was at that sort of covid period and another instagram account um i like it so yeah well no no yeah not knocking it's it's clearly working so talk me through the the good grub and instagram and your journey and um so you know, you're obviously a vegan, it's a vegan restaurant, but yeah. tell us all about that. And then, because then I think it'll help people understand oh. the oh. Uh, yeah, the toilet reference that you've just made. <laughs> I've, I've seen it, um, so I know, but give us a little bit more background. So I went vegan when I was 18 um, during COVID or just before COVID. Um, and I started posting to Instagram uh, recipe reels and that sort of thing because it was COVID, I was bored. I was furloughed, didn't really have anything else to do. And it suddenly got very big, very popular. Um, Gained sort of 10,000 followers within about six months, which was crazy to me. Um, And again, I made a really good community on there. It was all about helping people and people helping me in return. Um, And I've met so many amazing people through it. I've been to PR events as well and that sort of thing, um, which is all really fun. And then it was sort of my portfolio. I think like Tommy Co, my dog business was sort of my portfolio for you, Matt, when yeah. when we met. And then the Good Grub became my portfolio for the next spontaneous thing that happened um, with the Prince Albert. So it was a pub in Hastings, vegan pub in Hastings. I just texted them one night and asked if their kitchen was open, they said that their chef had left indefinitely. They didn't have any food. And I just went, oh, I'll come and cook for you. Ha ha ha. And they said, yes. And then the next weekend I cooked a fry up for, I think 40, 
49 people. Never had a long last. Yeah, that's Never your first experience in my it. life. I didn't even know how to cook beans on toast like before then. And all of a sudden, like I, yeah, cooked for all these people in a pub. Um, everyone really liked it. So I came back the following week and the following week, the following week and the following week until the Good Grub was born. Um, and I had a big launch party and had a queue out of the door, which was just ridiculous. We'd sold out within an hour um, because veganism is such like a trendy thing these days as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, having a healthier diet, um, more sustainable things. Again, that community feel, which you don't really get with any other sort of lifestyle. Um, so, yeah, the Good Grub was born, um, but I did not think it was going to then develop into a restaurant. Um, yeah, everything's quite random that happens with my life, but I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, Talk me through the, the journey of, of getting the Good Grub, because, of course, I mean, you touched on, you know, your first business and things like that, and then you were 18, but you're, you're 21 now? 20, 21 now, yeah. And, and so, you ain't a restaurant. So <laughs> how did that come about? I don't really know. It was all, it was, nothing was planned. And I think that's like the best things always just aren't planned. I found I that. Like good nights out. You just go, go yeah, for, just go for meet, meet a friend and before you know it, it's 4am. Yeah. yeah. And it's always the best. And that's definitely what's happened. And yeah, it's really stressful. And sometimes it's really hard. But I'm so grateful for that, that I took this weird, crazy jump. Um, but I started doing, so I started doing pop-ups. So I would sort of rent out a kitchen in a pub or a restaurant or a cafe and sort of borrow their customers. Um, so I yeah. would do the food and they would provide the drinks and sort of like I paid a bit of commission and that sort of thing. Um, and it was a really like easy and good way of doing things without having to pay rent and your bills and stuff and all this sort yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of overheads when it comes to a restaurant. Um, so I started doing that and then I, I, the pub closed down. So then I went somewhere else and that closed down. And I thought, oh my gosh, there must be something wrong with me because everywhere I go... <laughs> it's like this reoccurring down. thing. <laughs> um, and then I moved into Bex Hill and I did um, some roast dinners and Christmas lunches and that sort of thing um, in Sydney. And one of my customers that I met there actually tagged me in a post on the 28th of December last year um, that a restaurant was up for sale in Eastbourne. So I like, this is what I mean, like by me helping others and creating this community, they've massively like, it was a customer that's led to this because yeah. they thought of me and they tagged Your me. Your tribe as such. Yeah. And I, never, I wouldn't have yeah. even known about it if they hadn't said Chloe, like, you should go for this, which is just crazy. Yeah. A stranger that came to eat my food one day has like changed my life, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, on the 28th of um, December last year, I reached out to Green Bros, which was in Eastbourne. They announced they were selling their restaurant and it looked very nice. So I messaged them and said, have you got any more information? And they came back with the sale details. It was sort of affordable um but it was, mainly, <laughs> it was mainly very very pretty and as you know I like pretty things yeah um and I sent it to my mum like just the pdf there was no I didn't send any message didn't send her any sort of no real context with it 
they literally just sent this PDF over of the sale details, um, which was just a figure and like a description of the restaurant. That was it. Um, and I'd done this so many times, like I made a whole PowerPoint about how I wanted a food truck once. And at the end of it, she just went, Chloe, don't drive. Like like, (laughs) sort of things that I used to do. So I obviously wasn't expecting anything to come from this, but the next day I came home from work and my parents sat me down. They just went, we think you should go for it. And to have that from them was like a massive, it was just so overwhelming that they actually had seen because they're not vegan so it's a massive thing for they them. could see so, something there yeah. and believed in you yeah. um so we went to go and see the restaurant on the 2nd of january um we went over as a family and it was just stunning it was so beautiful it just felt right so i put an offer in that day and it was accepted um but then there was a lot of drama and difficulty and it went on for six months until I got the keys, um, which you know all the struggles and everything. Yeah, so talk us through some, some of those challenges because there were multiple hiccups. Really so I, 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 I hiccups is probably, you know, yeah. underplaying it. But talk us through some of the, the challenges because yeah. I think lots of people, you yeah. know, if, if this is the first they've heard of you, they might look up the restaurant, wow, she's got this, got this restaurant. But actually this journey and, and, and often – with any business it's always the journey and uh people don't see a lot of it they don't see the, yes. the bumpy road they just see the you know the destination you've arrived at talk, talk me through that that i suppose that six month journey of getting the restaurant then yeah so there was a lot that went wrong really and i think when you're in business you have to become a bit of a bit of a bully because i obviously wanted things to be reduced they wanted me to be paying more it was a difficult thing to try and navigate and there weren't very you know it wasn't always nice um but the first thing that went wrong was they said that I wasn't going to get any of the stock and I was like you agreed that I was getting the stock so we had a big argument about that um the second thing that happened was I had to have a sit down meeting with like the property manager yeah and with my age um and the fact to have pink hair and tattoos they were like we don't trust you at all you're 21 well I was 20 at the time you're a 20 year old girl um who has no business like degree or anything um you've got no experience um sort of completely shut me down but I fought hard because this is what I wanted I knew this is what I wanted and I wasn't going to give up on it anytime soon so yeah I fought a lot Um, with the landlords and produced so many documents so many financial documents um so many spreadsheets it was crazy um until they allowed it um and yeah it was it was a real struggle to try and prove that I can do it but I know I can do it and my parents had my back as well which was a big thing and you had my back and so many people have my back and I have customers and I've got you know, social media is a massive thing again that proved that I was, you know, I already had an established brand that had loyal customers, amazing community behind me. It was just trying to prove that, yeah, I'm a 20 year old woman, but I know what I'm doing. I don't have to be a middle aged white man. No offense. Um, no, no, taken on the chin. I completely agree with you. And I think actually just the, the way business works yeah. has, has changed. And so many 
people are, are caught up, you know, where's this big yeah. business plan? Well, in, in fact, I've got 10,000 followers on my Instagram who are an exact target market. You know, it's a niche yeah. market. It's a, and, and you had 10,000 of them yeah. wanting vegan food and there wasn't a restaurant serving that. No, or there's not no restaurant that. in Eastbourne. So it's a complete gold mine. Yeah. Um, so obviously you've got to, you know, there always needs to be some financial documents and plans yeah, and things yeah. like that. But I think people misunderstand or maybe dismiss, you yeah. know, some of the other assets, business assets, such as, you know, target market following on social media yeah. that isn't traditionally looked at. Um, but for someone in their 20s, of course, yeah. that's the way you're going to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, a few things that came up in that meeting was, that they thought I was a party girl because when I was at the pub in the pub garden, we had a DJ once. So they were like, you can't have any DJs and all this stuff. I was like, okay. And then um, they told me to go and do my homework, which was like the most condescending thing in the world. Um, So I was like, oh, here's my 30 page business plan and my 30 page financial documents. You do what you want with them. Um, Yeah. Because obviously I was prepared. This is what I wanted. I wasn't just going into it blindly. I mean, it's a massive investment, like a massive investment. My life savings and all my inheritance has gone into this place because I know that I can make it work. So, and I'm sort of forced to make it work. So I was going to yeah. go in there prepared. You've got the drive. You know, you've got the drive to make it work. You know it can work and you've got, I guess, the the ambition, you know, I mean, I suppose touching on the the balance ambition name of this, you've you've got the ambition to to push it forward, but you have come up against some challenges. So how have you found the balance part in in that? So it led very nicely there. That was like seamless, (laughs) wasn't it? But, you know, how have you stayed sane in that that six months of the the stresses? And, of course, you were working full-time as well. Yeah, I was working full-time as well. Um, but I love my job. That's the thing. I love marketing. I love social media. It's it's a big thing for me. That I again love seeing how these communities are created and how businesses can grow. But I also did travel quite a lot. Um, I was yeah. going away every month for a weekend, just on my own to reset um, and just have some time out from things. Um, because it was just constant, like until 3am every morning, trying to get stuff done, trying to get paperwork done, trying to prove myself. And yeah. like, I just needed a break every now and then. So I took myself off to Rome, to Lisbon, to Cos, to Lanzarote, I went to all these places. Um, because I knew that once I was like locked into this restaurant, there was no way that I was going to be able to leave. So the six, it was only supposed to be like a month of waiting for the restaurant, but I'm quite glad that it was six months because I got to travel a lot more than I would have done. Um, and being young, like that is something that I want to do for sure. Yeah. Rather than just being locked into a career for the next six years. Um, so yeah, I did that a lot. Um, Majority took time out. Like my family is, I still live at home. So again, that was a massive challenge because suddenly I've got to deal with rent and bills and all sorts that I'm not used to. And it's not even like I'm just getting a flat. It's a restaurant with a basement and a kitchen and loads of stock everywhere. And it's a bit crazy. So, um, yeah, I guess you've you've got you've got a business, you've got business premises, you've got stock, yeah. you've got so staff. So it's not like I was um, eased into it with my own little like one bedroom studio or anything. It was like <laughs> I'm going from living in my bedroom to suddenly owning a two story premises. 
which yeah. was like crazy. Um, but yeah, have there been some really challenging times? Have there, you know, th- those times, have you yeah. ever sort of considered, is this worth it? You know, and there's been, it's difficult. So I was still working full time the first month whilst running the restaurant. And I had tar- like my target was to have 15 people in a day. We ended up with 84 in one day. Like it just completely exceeded. Um, so I did drop down to freelance, um, which was something that I was sort of planning on doing next year. But yeah. it had to come forward. And it was something that my parents were really like wary about because I now am fully self-employed at the age of 21. Um, so that financial stability and security has gone. But I know that I'm going to be fine. Like I have that mindset that I won't fail. No, you've, you've, you've I, got, got to make yeah. it work and you want I to make it work. To and work. Believe, believe it can work. Yeah, yeah There's exactly. got to be a belief. There's got to be a passion. Exactly. So that was a real... Board. It was a, it was a big decision to make, but it's definitely the best decision for my own mental health and not burning out. Because when I'm in the, I'm in the kitchen, sort of 16, 17 hours a day over the weekends, um, and then I have, well, I don't really have a day off because I'm either doing admin and paperwork and ordering or prepping, or I'm doing marketing or social media or something else. So it is, it can be challenging. Um, the last few weeks have been really difficult. Um, we've had a few like staff, had some staff sicknesses. This is a new thing, like managing staff. Um, it was just going to be me and one other person, but now I'm suddenly in charge of like five members of staff because we've grown so rapidly, which is crazy. And everyone's older than me, which again, like the age thing, I, I personally wouldn't listen to someone that was younger than me. So having to try and manage people that are sort of like 28 29 30 is really daunting because i'm i'm so much younger and i feel it's just do you like think that's a you know preconceived thing that you have that yeah. they might not listen to you because you're age or is is there evidence there that this happens I, I think it's just me i think it's just in my head i just feel really weird that i'm so much younger than them yet i have authority over them like you're, you're a team team as well and they've you know if you can install obviously the most amazing team in the world um like they're amazing i couldn't do it without them they're so they're so supportive and everything um but staffing is difficult it's a difficult thing everyone told me it would be difficult it is they're calling the industry as well isn't it yeah yeah staff. they're calling yeah. sick um you know, things don't always go right. They don't always do things your way. It's it's a difficult situation. And it's also difficult to try and manage that in a nice way because it's a very, it's a small restaurant. It's a small environment. You have to get on. Like you can't not see each other for half an hour because you're like yeah. so tight. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if something happens or there's a little bit of a fallout or something, you just have to get over it. You have to get on with it. So it's finding yeah, that, the right that, that resilience to, gel, to deal yeah. with those issues. It's it's difficult, um, and then we've had airborne weekend recently, which was just absolutely manic. And we had staff sickness during that. Two of the fridges broke during that week. It was just a horrific week. Um, I even slept in the basement because I couldn't even go home. I was so tired. Like it's just it was just mad. 
but it was enjoyable and I had lovely customers. I actually had a customer from that weekend send me a card in the post saying, thank you so much from your London admirers. We came during Airborne weekend and we can't wait to visit you again. So even though it was like the most horrific weekend of my life, it was so worth it because of that card. Like I made a difference to someone's day, I think. And that is what it's all about. Like I say, it's the whole point of the Good Grub is obviously to provide good food, um, but to provide a safe haven for people where they can come and enjoy good food and feel safe. And they know that it's good for the environment, good for the animals, good for their health, good for their well-being, um, and just creating, again, creating connections with people. But it does come with challenges for sure. Yeah, d- d- definitely. I mean, r- running a business comes with, yeah. all businesses come come with challenges. Obviously, within your sector, you know, staffing and just some of the bits that you've you've touched on there, you know, are, are going to bring those extra stresses at a time when actually you're probably working more hours than, <laughs> you know, anyone who's employed. Um, so yeah. you know, the fact you've got very limited time and in a very stressful environment, I guess the, the self-care time is actually really important. So what yeah. are you doing at the moment to, to balance yeah. that and, and get a bit of you time? Is it is it really that limited? It's I'm in quite a good routine now. Um, so Mondays are my sleep days. I don't open on a Monday. And I get home on a Sunday night and I sleep. And I sleep, I don't set an alarm, I turn my phone off um, because my body needs to just zen for a bit because it hasn't slept for the whole weekend it's absolutely exhausted like this weekend was ridiculously hot I didn't have my gals in for longer than eight hours at a time because it was too hot but I was there for 16 hours because it's my business it's my restaurant it's my responsibility but I did close on Saturday and I took the girls to the beach with a beer for an hour because I thought perfect yeah, we need it. Sounds lovely. We need it. Yeah. And I'm sorry to my customers if you want to come in for an hour, we're closed for an hour and that's it. We're going to get an ice cream, we're going to have a beer, and we're going to enjoy the sunshine. Because You've I need got to look after and yourself and, and your team, you know, because, Absolutely. because it was too either hard. of those aren't, aren't well, then you can't serve anyone anyway. And no, if you exactly. you know you're very big on helping other people, but to be able to help yeah. other people, you've got to I be in to, the right mindset. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be there yourself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mondays and my sleep days, I don't do anything. I wake up one day, I wake up at 7pm. I sat for 21 hours straight. I was just so exhausted. Um, So I listen, I do listen to my body as much as possible. And right now I do know that I'm quite run down. Um, I've got a bit of a sore throat, got a bit of a headache. So I'm just taking it easy today. Um, You know, I'll get an early night again. I'll make sure I eat healthily today. Um, Wednesdays, are my date days me and my boyfriend always have a night together on a Wednesday because we both work yeah. stupid hours so you know Wednesday That's night really good to schedule it in yeah I finish at six he finishes at half five we either just sit we sit in the restaurant and have we had a vegan cheese board one night we went up to London last week but it just means that I have a bit of time being a 20 year old 21 year old girl um rather than a restaurant owner um and I get to enjoy my youth which has sort of disappeared out of the door um in November I'm taking two weeks off Um, I'm just closing for two weeks because 
I know that I'm going to need it as much as, you know, having Monday to sleep is lovely. It's not enough for me. I need nice. a full, a reset before Christmas starts and be January starts and the whole craziness continues. So yeah, I'm taking myself away for an all inclusive holiday just by myself. Um, going to take a book, going to take my laptop so I can still do little bits because I think not having my laptop there will be more stressful because I'll yeah like, that sort of attachment things so yeah yeah but I think it's but you know I'll say right I can do an hour today and that's it just so that I know things are in order because otherwise I'll come back and be like oh my gosh I've got to do everything in one day yeah. it'll be really stressful um and then I'm just gonna have a week at home because I live at home and I haven't seen my parents in about five weeks which is ridiculous <laughs> it does seem like although so yeah life is challenging and, and busy you, you are balancing it well and yeah probably well, more importantly understanding you need to you've planned ahead yeah. you know i mean we're we're what early september now and you, you, yeah. you've planned the time off in november because once it builds up too much it's almost yeah. too late to take time you've got to actually go you know what I, i'm gonna need that break and being aware of you and listening to your body um, and yourself and knowing that actually all of us need breaks. We've all got to take breaks. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Listening to my body is really important because, as you know, I got really poorly last year. Um, yeah. And that was from overworking. Um, so I ended up in hospital with glandular fever, hepatitis, jaundice, and then flame spleen. <laughs> because I was poorly and I didn't go to the doctors. I just carried on working full-time and doing pop-ups and doing markets and then the next thing I was in hospital for a week um and I got better really quickly like my body was amazing but I can't do that I can't, I can't afford to do that again so no. I need to make sure that I am listening to my body that I am taking breaks when I need to take breaks and that I am two steps ahead so that I don't ever fall back into that because yeah. if I was in hospital no one could run my business it's my restaurant it's my business so i have to make sure that that doesn't happen i could yeah i can agree with that and i think actually that the takeaway i've got from today is listen to your body i i think yeah, yeah all of us maybe ignore those aches pains little yeah. sniffles coming on but actually your body is the best indicator to actually yeah. how you're doing you know your, your health and your mental health and your well-being yeah just listen to Absolutely. actually what's what's going on if you yeah. were to give a bit of advice though to someone either thinking about starting a business or who is running a business actually and they've got the challenges you know such as you've been talking about yeah what would be your advice to them i think me i i try not to be stressed so i'm not only the business owner i'm also the head chef and i'm the only chef for the restaurant and the thing that I know is if I get stressed, my team gets stressed and customers get stressed. And then it's not yes. a nice environment at all. So if I remain calm, they remain calm, customers are happy, everything works better. And even yeah. though it's really hard not to stress out, like I had a um I had a bill through the other day which was ridiculously I've been put on emergency rates it was an extortionate amount of money and I just went it's fine it's fine I'll recover that it's not a problem yeah. we'll pay it yeah. now I'll sort it it will, it will it will fall into place 
might not fall into place now. There's nothing I can do about that. It's it's done. It's been there. It's done that. You've just got to get it's on with done. it. It's done. It's just how you deal with the situation. Yeah. Yeah. No getting getting all stressed doesn't bring any no, benefit. There's no point in getting stressed. If someone complains, that's, you know, I'm really sorry. I can't let that affect me. I have to be, you know, I have to just let it slide. Or if something goes wrong, like we had, we've had orders going to the wrong table or people have, you know, something's happened. People have not something over. We've broken things. People haven't been charged the right bills, something like that. Being people calling in sick. I had two girls calling in sick on the same day. I've got to get on with it. It can't stress out. If I stress out, then everything goes to pot. So I just yeah. take a deep breath. And I, I know everything will be fine. It always will be fine. Everything always works out. And yeah, just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do, I do agree. You know, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be yeah. things that but come out of nowhere. You, you, you learn, you so learn much. from them. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and you I learn how I to. And I think having a good, strong team is a massive thing as well. Because like over the weekend, it was so hot and the girls were constantly like, it's little things. They were topping up my water for me. And they were like, Chloe, it's quite breezy outside. Can you just go and have 10 minutes and we'll finish chopping the veg for you? There's things like that, like, which is amazing for my team to do for me, because, you know, we obviously we get on really well and they everything's streamlined and I can trust them. I think trust is a massive, massive part of business as well. Um, yeah, when you've got, yeah, yeah. If you're so you need to trust people. Trust. Yeah. So yeah, they were just, you know, they were, they were jumping in there, making sure I was hydrated, make sure I was okay because it was, it was like thirty-five degrees in that kitchen with no windows, no aircon or anything. It was crazy. So, yeah. But again, just having a good team that you can all bounce off and work well with, and that you can trust, and sometimes put some of the workload on. You know, that's what they're there for. You can't do everything yourself, which I've learned. It's really that, difficult that's a to massive let go of the reins. Yeah, it's difficult to let go of the reins. But sometimes you have to, you know, you can trust other people. That is what you pay people for, is for them to do it for you. Yeah, yeah, there's not, no, no point in employing people, yeah. paying them and It's and like when you hire a cleaner and you clean your kitchen before the cleaner gets here. You know that's so common, isn't it? Yeah. People are so house proud that they they tidy up before yeah. someone's coming around to What's tidy up. So you've um, just wasted yeah. two hundred pound on a cleaner that hasn't got anything to clean. You know that's what we've been there <laughs> That's for. a really good way to, to yeah. If you're paying, yeah, explain the, the situation. Yeah, if there's no point in me going on the bar if I've got a barmaid. No, no. So it's actually maybe as business up. owners sticking to your delegated roles. Yeah, and you know, I think. So many business owners, we all try and do everything um, or yeah. think we're the best person for everything. It's but very in, in, in fact, I completely understand because it's your baby. It's And you've yeah. put so much money into it and so much time into it and so much thought into it. And you have all these big ideas as well. And I think that's something else is you have to take things slow. Yeah. Because I've got all these amazing ideas that I want to do, like all these themed nights and I want to, I want to open an Airbnb. I want to do markets and pop-ups and all this stuff. I can't physically can't. Right now, no. I just have to focus on people eating in my restaurant, not even takeaways, just people eating 
yeah, co- concentrate on the, the job in hand. After six months, then I can start thinking about other things. But you can't grow too quickly because otherwise, again, that just takes such a such a toll on your mental and your physical health as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been a victim of that myself, yeah. having it's you difficult. know tried to it's, grow things and yeah. take on people. And again, I had a really really good team, um, yeah. but it's just it, it comes too quick. You know, it's it's so difficult you just to can't stop it. Yeah, stay controlled in that aspect and then yeah hand over pass the baton over to the rest of your team as well and just like the whole it is difficult being a business owner especially well at any age but I think when I'm my age I haven't got this worldly experience I haven't got experience of working with things like bills and I haven't managed people before and it's all everything is a learning curve but like I say I think as long as I I stay calm I stay healthy and I treat people my team and my customers how I want to be treated because I've had some horrible bosses before not yet you're all right I want to be the boss that I never had yeah so that my team respects me and they work hard for me and again, yeah. we create those good relationships between the team and the customer and myself. But yeah, I think it's all about you have to prioritize you and then the rest will follow. 100%. Yeah. Prioritize yourself. Everything yeah. else will, will, will fall sure. into place. Because if, if, because yeah, if you were taken out, regardless of what you've put yeah. in, it's at that this present time, obviously businesses, the, the aim is to grow it, it can run without you. But yeah. Uh, Certainly, in the first six months, it's there's just no not... way. There's no way I can leave for a good no. year, especially being the chef as well. Like, yeah, it, it takes a long time for it will take a long time for me to. I can't afford a chef right now, but when I can, I've got to go through all this training with them, so that they can then take over from me. Live for that service that you're currently delivering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your business is all about you. But at the same time, you've got to make sure that you're not just business you have got it's a bit like when you're you're in a couple like you know you're chloe and whoever you are yeah you can also be your own separate person as well it's a bit like that with business i am chloe on my own but i am also chloe from the good grub but I yeah, I, I completely get that having, yeah. you know, run the marketing agency and, you know, I was very much intertwined yeah. and MJS Media was me. I was, into, yeah. it was like that it blended together, but actually understanding there's yeah. a business and then yeah. there's me. Um, yeah. And yes, they work very closely, of course, but actually there's things I need to do that prioritize myself um, over, over the business as such yeah not to the detriment of the business in fact looking after myself actually is a uh, added benefit to the business Um, yeah the most important part but understanding that that you can't just work harder work longer and things like that and that's going to make it all right actually stopping taking a break uh, scheduling time with your partner or whatever actually that's really really important because you don't want to miss out on those I mean I have human connection all the time which is amazing but when I'm stuck in that kitchen, like I am a pe- like I said, I'm a people person. So yeah. I need to know that I've got human interaction to come after that. Because being stuck in a kitchen for hours on end, not talking to anybody, makes you go insane. And when you're stuck in an <laughs> office, working hours on end, looking at your computer screen, 
you need human interaction. You need to have something. Yeah, we're, we're social creatures. Forward to yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, human interaction is a massive thing for me, and yeah, just just yeah, making sure that I remain calm as well. And the way to do that is to make sure that I'm eating well, that I'm sleeping well, that I'm getting outside and having fresh air and seeing people that I love. T t taking care of yourself, basically. Yeah. You know, the, the ambition that you've got is only going to, you know, go somewhere if actually you're in a good, strong, healthy position yeah. to be able to take that forward. So. Absolutely. Well, on that, Clay, obviously, I wish you all the best with uh, your, your business. You know, I've, I've been following your your journey, and I've I've loved seeing actually you get to this stage. And uh, you know, I'm excited to hear what's next. You've you've spoken there a few times about you know some other ideas and things like that. Yeah. And you know, certainly, you know, at your young age, this isn't. Yeah, I'm sure this isn't the last thing you're going to be going to be doing. I'm, I I can see. You know, watch yeah. this space. Chloe ecosystem is I'm sure it's gonna gonna expand Chloe no. thank you for joining me today thank you for having me it's been great talking to you about things thank you for tuning in to this episode of the balance ambition podcast I genuinely hope the stories inspire you as much as they inspire me if you found value in today's conversation please share it with a friend and remember by subscribing you won't miss an episode and it would truly mean the world to me Stay balanced and I'll see you next time.